and welcome to Rum Cake to Happiness, a podcast that highlights mental health mainly within the Black and immigrant communities. We discuss how we all can navigate through life while trying to balance a healthy mind and a happy heart. My name is Carlene Ross. I will be your host, a certified life coach specializing in mental health and well-being. Each episode, we discuss topics that impact us mentally. We offer practical advice and always encourage educating ourselves to better understanding. Welcome. Hi, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Rum Cake to Happiness. I am your host, Carlene, and today we're going to talk um, on episode number nine. So first and foremost, I wanted to apologize um, for being absent for the past few weeks. Um, I don't know. I've been, you know, this COVID thing has really kind of got a lot of people and me included. Um, I've really been kind of struggling the past few weeks. I'd say actually the past month or so. Um, So I kind of didn't want to do anything. I felt so you know, blah. And I was really kind of struggling with my mental health. But I am happy to say that um, I'm in a good spot. Things are looking up and I'm feeling much better. Hence my return to my podcast. Just know that I will never, ever, ever leave you guys. I really, really appreciate the fact that you allow me into your ear um, just to talk for a few moments and kind of um, discuss things that really, really matter hopefully to you guys and bring you some value each time you listen. So I wanted to apologize and I wanted to thank you for sticking around and sticking by me. We're going to get through this. Um, So yeah, it's close to Christmas time and I'm hoping that everyone has already started their Christmas shopping because if you haven't, I don't know, like where I am in Canada, in Ontario, there's like um, a lockdown coming up again just in the next couple days. And they're putting us back into the red zone, which, um, you know, it causes people to panic, right? Because you're back into the red zone. It means that there's going to be um, drastic changes as far as how you can go out and shop. Um, it's like curbside pickup only. Going to a restaurant is going to be pretty much impossible because I believe it's something like 10 people per restaurant or something at a time. So pretty much you're going to be ordering out if you want to, you know, eat out. But um, I guess we got to do what we got to do, right? So this pandemic has really impacted so many people on so many levels. But um, anyway, hopefully we can get through this and we can get back to some kind of normalcy in 2021, preferably early 2021. Um, On that note, today in episode number nine, we're going to talk about, my topic is going to be about how to create and keep meaningful and healthy friendships. And the reason I talk about this is because friendships are super important. You know, I mean, obviously we all have our families, you know, siblings, parents, whatever. Um, But when you talk about your friends, Friendships are super important. A friend, like a really good friend, can pull you out of the darkest of times. A really good friend gives you that pick-me-up when you need it and that support. A really good friend is just somebody that you know has your back all the time and you can call on them. You know, you get together for some laughs, some, you know, conversations. It's just, um, it's super important. And I think 
it's important not only to have people that you call your friend, but to have people who really earn that title. You know, what might be friendship to me may not be considered like real friendship to someone else. Everyone has their their own ideas of what a best friend or a really close friend is. Sorry, I'm just taking a sip of my tea. Um, so I wanted to go through a couple things that I wanted to kind of point out as, you know, to me, what I look for in friendships or what I would call, you know, my inner circle of real friends. So the first thing I want to say is you got to really know, first and foremost, who you are as a person. Because if you don't know who you are as a person and you're not confident in who you know you are, then how can you choose people to be in your circle that are quality people, right? If you know that you stand for certain things and you're looking for those types of values and similarities and people that you want to have around you, then you need to know who you are. You need to understand your worth. You need to understand what it is that you want to put into a friendship. Um, the quality of friends that you're looking for, you know, the people that you want in your inner circle, they need to be quality chosen people. And like I said, a lot of people tend to think that, um, you know, I don't know, some people call their coworkers, their good friends, and they only see them when they're at work. They don't talk to them on any other level. They run into them in the grocery store and it's like, hi, how are you? It's office talk. And then you kind of move on. Um, you know, and, and fine, if that's your um, perception of what a good friend is, then that's fine. You know, like I said, everyone has their own ideas of what friendship is. But for me, um, that would be called, you know, a coworker or a um, definitely a coworker, but like a what's the word I'm looking for? What's the word I'm looking for? A coworker or, um, you know, why is this word not rolling off my tongue? An acquaintance. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, for me, I mean, that type of friendship would be called more of an acquaintance or a coworker, like I said. So you really have to know who you are, what type of people you want around you. You have to have a level of confidence in yourself and obviously, um, you know, a level of good self-esteem to be able to pick quality people to be in your life. So I think that would be number one for me. Number two is, um, I don't know, what do you look for in a friend? And I'm talking about specific qualifications here. Okay. So when you talk about people forming friendships, most of the time, the reason that friendships are formed is because there's common interest, right? We all have, there's a common interest in what we like, things that we do, you know, the, the type of people that we kind of um, surround ourselves with. There's a common interest, right? Similarities. And that's important. Um, for me also, low maintenance friendships. I do not do high maintenance friendships on any level whatsoever. And what do I mean by a high-maintenance friendship? Let's see. So I don't do needy. I don't do drama. I don't do selfishness. Um, I don't do it's all about me. You know, you have those people who are constantly, you have a conversation with them and the entire conversation is literally all about them. Um, I don't do that. 
I don't have friends who are, um, what's the word? Uh, drama's a big thing. I did mention that already. So no drama, no high maintenance. Um, yeah, don't do that. Another thing I wrote down here is honesty because honesty is super important. Why would you have a friend when you know that you can't trust them? You know, you can't trust them to be honest with you and they might sugarcoat things when you need to be, you know, told the real deal. They may um, not have the ability to um, be upfront and honest about certain things that you expect your friend, no matter what, to kind of come with you or come to you with, with sheer honesty, right? So, I mean, it's great that you have people who maybe want to protect your feelings, but for me, I am a straight shooter. And all of my friends who know me, they can vouch for this. I am definitely a straight shooter. I shoot from the hip. It is not the style that everybody likes. It is not um, always, I guess, welcomed because you really need time to digest honesty when you're not ready for it. But I will always stand by that. And, you know, my thing is I only want the best for my friends. So when there is, you know, something that comes up or there's a situation or they ask me a question with my opinion, I'm not going to give an opinion that's not true. I'm not going to give them my opinion that's just going to make them feel better. I'm definitely going to be honest. But over the years, I have definitely learned how to soften my delivery. Um, because as a younger person, my delivery was quite blunt. And not everybody can take that. And I've recognized that and I've grown from that, hopefully. Hopefully my friends can vouch for me for that. Um, but being honest in friendship is super important to me. Um, let's see. So yeah, having, um, a friendship where, you know, strength is where you may have strength. You, sorry, they have strength where you might have a weakness and vice versa. Right. So I know for me and my best friend, um, I would say that her strength is definitely patience and is definitely um, kind of giving people the benefit of the doubt and sitting with things before reacting. I think that's one of the biggest things that I kind of notice with her is that when something happens or if something, if someone says or does something to really, you know, get to her, most of the time she will sit with that. She'll think about it, you know, roll it around, think about it in her mind before she reacts. And I am the like polar opposite of that. I am like quick tempered firecracker. Like I just, you know, my tongue is my viper. And the thing is we're very different that way, but we balance each other out because I remember when we were also younger as young moms coming up, cause we've been friends for like, Oh my God, almost 30 years. <clears throat> um, I remember that there were times that would um, really irritate me and I would just fly off the handle, right? And she'd be like, okay, you know, calm down, try to give me a different perspective and try to allow me to, you know, not burst out the way that I do and to think about things differently and to think before I respond. And that's a big thing for me is to think before you react. And I think 
that I've obviously, um, getting, as getting older, I've gotten better with that. I am so much more calm than I was. Um, and I mean, I'm still, still, you know, a little firecracker, but I do think about things more so than I did before shooting off my lip, um, in defense. And I think that actually comes with being a mom because over the years you really have to learn to be more patient. You have to choose your battles and yeah, you're not going to have every day that everybody makes you happy or, you know, says the right things to you and vice versa. So I do appreciate that quality in her for sure. Um, we balance each other out. I don't like to allow her to let people walk all over her is what I say, or do things that I feel she should be a little bit more, <clears throat> pardon me, my throat is like, what is going on? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't like when I see or feel that people may be taking advantage of her and she doesn't say anything about it. Um, so that's when I kind of give her my advice to give her her voice and to allow her to exercise her voice um, comfortably because she's not confrontational in any way, which again, we're, we're totally, totally opposite. Um, but we definitely balance each other out and I love her. Um, yeah, so that's definitely one thing. Another thing is I really like a good listener. I am going to say, and not just because I'm a life coach, I'm going to say that I see myself as always being a good listener because I think I'm always truly engaged and intrigued with people who actually come to me and want to, you know, have that conversation about their life or their struggles or whatever it is that they're going through. And I find that because I'm genuinely engaged in what they have to say, I'm a pretty good listener. And sometimes I listen when words are not even being spoken. You know, you listen um, just by what they don't say, or you read their body language, or you hear a tone. Um, and those those are all active listening skills. And I think that I think that I am pretty good with that. Um, I don't like people cutting me off in mid sentence. And apparently, back in the day, that's what I used to do. You know, when I got super excited about something, or if someone was talking, and I automatically had a thought, I would be like, Oh, yeah, you know, da, da, da. and it was someone that I worked with that was like, Oh my God, I hate when you do that. And I was like, what? I didn't realize that's what I was doing. I thought it was giving my input, right? And so sometimes you need to have friends who definitely on the real is going to be honest, like we mentioned, and who's going to call you on your stuff. And really, sometimes we don't realize what we're doing until we are told what we're doing. And so immediately, I just, I pulled right back on that. And I became very conscious when I was in any conversation um, about doing that, because that was definitely a pet peeve of one of my friends. And I put myself in check, seriously. So thanks for doing that. Um, so yeah, another thing I, I like is to be able to laugh with my friends. Like they're friends. You want to get together. You want to have laughs, whether it's on the phone during a five minute conversation or it's, you know, meeting at the movie theater or going out to dinner or being in a circle of family and friends. You want to be able to have friends that make you laugh, that make you feel good, that, you know, put that good vibe on you. Laughter is a healing chemical for the soul. I'm telling you. So if you can't laugh with your friends, who can you laugh with, right? Super important. 
Um, another thing I wrote is supports your successes and your growth. The reason that I did this, I mean, for me, myself, is because over the past, I don't know, I'd say 10 years or so, um, I have really grown into myself. And, you know, as you're coming up as a young person, you're trying to find your way, right? And being a young mom, I was first mom at 22, then again at 23, and then again at 27, and then we were done. I said to my husband, we're finished. No more kids. Um, but being so young and becoming a mom and being the type of personality that I was, which was, you know, pretty assertive, very aggressive, always stood my ground, didn't tolerate nonsense. Um, you know, that was me being a young person. And like I said, as I evolved into adulthood and into mommyhood, um, those things definitely changed and softened about me. But I, along the way, you know, my friends, um, and especially my best friend really put in the time and energy to support me in my growth. Um, I think there were a lot of times that things were kind of roller coaster, right? With everybody's life, everything is up and down and we're constantly learning. <clears throat> and I learned from my mistakes. I learned from, you know, things that I might've said that would have hurt people's feelings. I've learned, I've grown and I've moved on. And I want to say that my friends have always been very supportive of me that way. You know, they might put me in check, but then we move on, we grow from it and I, you know, we get over it. And so whether it's being, um, whether it's having growth in your own personal development or whether it's, you know, you have a career change or you have, you know, personal relationship changes that you evolve through or evolve from, whether it's you're getting married or you're getting divorced or, you know, you're leaving the country to be with your love, whatever it is, evolution is important. Growth is super important. And I think having true friends around you to support you in your growth is very, very important. So that's why I put that down on my list. Um, another one is, I would say, acceptance without judgment. And the reason that we have good friends is because we want to be able to talk to them about anything. When you say you have a good friend or a best friend, you want to be able to lay your heart on the table. You want to be able to not carry the burden of everything that you're going through. And sometimes it's difficult when we know that we're in situations, whether it be relationships, whether it be friendships, whether it be, you know, working relationships or whatever it is that we may be struggling with personally or on, or not personally. When we do and say things, we really want to ensure that the people that we're talking to, it's like a no judgment zone because what is the point in sharing yourself and sharing your heart to what you would consider to be a really good friend if you're going to be judged negatively for what you've done? If you're going to be judged right away, if you're going to get backlash, I mean, if I was going to get that, why would I go to a friend? I might as well find someone who doesn't like me and tell them what I've done, you know, because to me, it's like, okay, you don't like me already. I'm telling you my business. So yeah, you're going to shoot me down. Yeah, you're going to, you know, condemn me for whatever it is that I've done because you don't like me. You're not my friend. But if I'm going to a friend 
and they have judgment and they make you feel, you know, terrible about sharing, then that's not a friend. And again, I don't want to get mixed up with honesty or your friends having your back. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when you have someone who's going through something and they come to you and talk to you as a good friend or as a best friend, you don't have to agree with what they've done. But you have to accept them for what they've done and who they are and speak on it. You know, help them grow from that. Give them advice. Be honest about what it is. You know, if you don't like it, if you think that, you know, what they did wasn't cool or the situation that they're involved in isn't great, be honest with them. But the judgment, you know, is something that causes people not to share. The judgment is what causes people to keep everything to themselves in their chest and hold it, which is so super stressful and not healthy. So I would say definitely you want someone who is non-judgmental and who loves you for who you are, but is going to be very honest with you while having your back. That's important to me. Um, loyalty. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Okay. So the word loyalty to me means someone who always has your best interest at heart. Someone who you don't need to talk to every single day, but you know that that person genuinely cares about you. Genuinely will not um, sacrifice your friendship for gossip, for you know, um, drama for bad behavior. They won't sacrifice your friendship for that because they are loyal to your friendship. They appreciate who you are. They value the friendship and the relationship that you guys have. And so they're quick to knock people down or knock things down when they try to get into the way of your friendship. You want someone who is loyal to you and vice versa. You need to be loyal to who you consider your very good friends because loyalty is important. And what that does is it solidifies the friendship that you have on a high level. Instead of having a level one friendship, when you have that type of loyalty and you know that that person has your back, that is speakable beyond words. In all honesty, to me, loyalty is so super important. And when you have um, people that turn on you, like I remember back in the day, um, there was a situation where I had a good friend of mine, pardon me, a good friend of mine who um, was a neighbor who I considered a great friend. And we talked all the time, you know, we did things, hung out. And then we had a new neighbor that had moved into the neighborhood and had gotten close to to my friend. And um, something happened where I found out that they actually had been having a conversation about me. And it was something to do with the fact that, you know, I had um, changed daycare for my children and was moving them from this new neighbor who I also got close with, but wasn't super close, but we were friends, um, like level one friends. And she was taking care of my kids and, or one of my sons and it was fine. But then I decided to change. And I guess she had totally gotten very upset about the situation and connected to my girlfriend 
and um, was talking trash about me, really. And finding out that my friend, quote unquote, good friend, really kind of agreed with what she was saying and started trash talking me with her when I found that out. (laughs) Imagine how that made me feel. Imagine how hurt I was to know that someone who I hung out with, had tea with, drank with, you know, our kids played together, we were good to dismiss our friendship and sacrifice it by jumping on the bandwagon with this other person to completely decimate me verbally. Um, Yeah, I was like, what? So needless to say, when I found out about that, I literally, literally cut ties. I cut ties. I had no interest in resuming our friendship. The trust was completely broken. And for me, once the trust in a friendship is broken on a level like that, there's no going back. Because every time you do something or every time there's something that comes up where, you know, things might be questioned, I'm not going to trust you. I'm always going to say, yeah, she would probably do that. Or yeah, she would probably say that. So when a a, a trust level is broken, um, for me, that's pretty much the end of the deal. That's pretty much the end of the deal. And I know it kind of sounds harsh to many people, but that's just my personality. It's who I am. Um, You know, the friendship was good while it lasted, but I guess now it's time to move on. And that's how I looked at it. Um, With me, you pretty much only have, you know, one time or one chance to burn me. Once I'm burned, I pretty much move on um, because I don't welcome that energy or that drama into my space. I don't have time for it. I don't have the, the health for it. I just don't, I don't do it. So loyalty and trust and, and all of that is super important for me when I consider you to be a good friend. So I hope that, you know, the things that I've mentioned um, make sense to you guys. Um, I kind of wrote the list based on what I look for in a friend and to maintain a happy and healthy friendship. I have um, amazing friends. I have friends that I get together with. We laugh. We talk. We don't have to talk every day, but we just reconnect like we never missed a beat when we do. And, you know, I've grown um, to really um, appreciate the friendships that I have now in my life. And the ones that we've kind of grown apart or we have become more of acquaintances due to, you know, just really not having much in common, growing apart, um, or for whatever reason it is, life gets busy and you disconnect sometimes. But um, for those friends as well, um, they may not be in my inner, inner circle, but they will definitely always be considered my friends as well. You wish them well. And when you run into them, you have a great conversation Um, but for my inner circle of friends, I truly appreciate you guys. You know who you are. Um, I love you. You guys always have my back and I hope that you can say the same for me. Um, I think we help each other grow. We give each other advice. You know, we talk to each other's children, um, who are all adults now. And I think it's just so important to feel that warmth and that, you know, that hug, 
um, that virtual hug around your friends at all times. And I know that I can call upon them anytime that I need. I know that when I need help and I ask for help, they're not going to be calling up, you know, Betty, Sarah, and Sue and telling them, oh, Carlene called me and she needs help. You know, it's not that kind of friendship. It is definitely quality friendships that I have. And I truly, truly appreciate you guys and love you to the bones. Um, so yeah, that's my take on what it would take to have and to maintain really a meaningful and healthy relationship with your friends. And so I would just say in closing, um, when it comes to friendships to be choosy, be choosy about who you let into your life, be choosy about the type of energy that you welcome into your space, you know, be choosy about who really deserves your friendship and who you want to build um, a friendship and, and, you know, quality, quality um, relationships with. You are the one in charge of who you allow into your inner circle. And like I said, friendships are super important, but a friend is not a dictator. A friend is not a liar. A friend is not um, a drama queen. A friend is not all about them. Choose your friends carefully. And the ones that you have, who you consider to be super close with, keep them close to your chest, close to your heart, and love them and support them. Because you chose them. And I'm assuming because you chose them, they're good people. So in this case, if there's any time that you need to filter your friendships or change the way that your friendship circle is because things have change between you and a friend and they're not the same as they used to you know way back when it doesn't mean that you're not a good person it doesn't mean that you're abandoning your friend all that means is that things have changed maybe you've changed you've evolved you've grown into a different person and maybe they haven't you know maybe they want to keep things the way it was and kind of keep you stagnant or stagnant stagnant um, you know, into the same place. And I always say that growth is so super important. It is so important to move forward, to evolve and to grow personally. And um, if that is a reason that maybe old friendships become, you know, not as um, strong as it used to be, then that's okay. You're still friends, just a different kind of friends. And you need to be able to accept that, either work on it or move on from it. And simply that's, that's just it. So I hope that this um, episode was helpful in some kind of way and that you um, think about your friendship circle. Think about the levels of friends that you have, your inner circle, your, your second layer circle, you know, your acquaintances. Think about the relationships that you have and try your best to maintain healthy ones because if they're not healthy, then why are you in them? Choose wisely is what I say. And on that note, um, I thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to episode number nine. Like I always say, I really appreciate you for letting me in your ear. Um, I think it's amazing that you have um, given me the opportunity to do that. And I love to talk to you guys and know that I'm bringing a little bit of quality to your life each episode. Um, on a side note, I want to say that my book has been doing super well. I have a book. It's on Amazon. It's in chapters, Indigo. Um, you can order it online. And it's called A Mother's Love, 
the unfamiliar warning signs of mental illness. It's a personal journey of mine um, that I wrote about one of my sons and it's doing very well. So I just wanted to share that with you and say, pick it up, read it. It's a great read. Um, So on that note, thank you again for joining me. I hope you guys are all doing well and we'll see you next time.